Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Chassidus in the morning, 15 minutes to change your life. Hachana Fiyid Shvat, Basilagani. Continuing on about what we talked about yesterday, I just wanted to discuss something that, so we talk about over here, that in the beginning, that in the beginning, the Eivishter God was here, and through our sins, he went away, and then today can brought him back down. So we have to understand this, you know, because ultimately the purpose of, of learning this is not just like a, an, a, theory, a theory or something. This is meant to be something practical that we can live with. So let's understand this a little bit. So the story goes like this, that... Hashem has a desire to live. To Hashem made the world. The reason why, in the beginning, so to speak, there was only Hashem, only God, and then He decided to create the world. The reason why He decided to create the world is because He wanted to, so to speak, have a relationship with us. He wanted to have someone that He could, that that could be there, that we could talk to, so to speak, and and have that relationship. It's just like a person that's single and they get married. That it's it's. It's not that necessarily you lo- you're, you're missing something, but but there's something that you, that you want to gain from it. And that's so too with us. The reason why Hashem created the world and the reason why He created us individually is in order to have this relationship. Now, in order to have the relationship, this Torah Mitzvah, and we have to appreciate this, that that it's not that we have a life, and then there's also aspects of it that need to be, that we need to do for God, because He's like the king and the ruler, and, and so we have to do what He says, otherwise we're going to get punished. It, it's essentially because God desired to have this dwelling place below. He wants to live with us. He wants to have a relationship with us. He wants to come and 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 He's putting Himself out there to be in that relationship. We have to realize this. And once we realize this, so then the whole concept we're learning, and this is sort of what the Mime is telling us, that that we have to bring it back down. It means we want to be in that relationship, and we have to put in the effort that whatever it takes for us to leave me, that we should make. Our own world, our own like world, as meaning ourselves and also the world around us, into a, into a mishkan, into a sanctuary. It, it means that we realize that we want to be in relationship with God because that's why God put us here. That's the purpose. He's, he put us here not not so we can go and just uh, hang out and do whatever we want, but it's that we will make the right choices to to be able to make that relationship happen. And that's what we're talking about. And, and, I, and I think it's just an important sort of prefatory marks to understand, like in context, meaning why are we here? Why are we doing, why are we learning? Why did the free to give a mind? And why did all these things happen? Is you have to understand it puts us in this context that there's God and God desires to be over here. And this is what we're talking about in this moment. This is what the free to is teaching us. This is like a fundamental, you know, I've heard people say that if there's like the first moment, if I want to teach somebody it would be this moment. Why? Because the first thing he's saying is in the beginning, the world was created in a way that God was here, that God was manifest here, and we could, we had a proper good relationship with God. We made mistakes, and we and we, we ruined that relationship. And Sadiqim came and started making it better. And our job, us, everyone here, is to is to do it again to the completeness. It's like someone I heard uh, uh, someone said, right, right. Paltiel said that Litvishagadol he heard the first man ever said, and he said, I think he said something like, "This guy's crazy." 
He said he's he thinks he's Mashiach and he's bringing and he thinks he's going to bring Mashiach. But but and but the guy's right that the purpose that 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 our job is to recognize the this concept this relationship and that God wants from us and we try to work on doing this. And that's just an important thing to understand when we're learning. This is our life, and specifically when we're learning this. So now, now we discussed how can we, like, we have to make ourselves a mishkan. We have to make a place, a dwelling place for God within ourselves and the world around us. So how do we actually do this? So let's just, let's learn. In this, in this book, it's on page three. Now, the ultimate purpose for the creation of the spiritual and physical worlds was that God desired to have a dwelling place in the lower worlds. So the whole purpose, and we say this, we bring it down in Tanya, and it comes from Medjitan Chumon. Hashem had desire to make a dwelling place below. Hashem had desire to make a dwelling place below. His desire that divinity be revealed even in the material plane below. Like we said before, that that in the beginning, those the, the, God is everywhere, but he desires that 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 his that spirituality that godliness should be manifest and felt here. How by means of man's divine service, it's through us we're the ones who's going to cause that to happen. And what do we do? Of subordinating and transforming his physical nature. So these two, it's called the skafia and ishafwa. It's a very famous concept in Chassidus. We'll sit down and discuss for a few moments because I think it's very misunderstood. The skafia. As he translated his subordinating, it means it means in simple English, it means having self-control. To, to, to make the decision that you know you should make and you're not making. Meaning, meaning we want the simple example of saying food, there's something we shouldn't be eating. We don't know it's not good for us, but we have no self-control. But if we go and we have self-control and we say, you know, this is not good for us, that's called having hiscafia. That's holding self back. It says in Tanya in uh, chapter 27 that is kafia he says he gives an example of they would eat an owl later than everyone else why in order to to have iskafia in order to break the 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 nefesh bahamas yitzahara the clipper actually says it in order to break break the clipper meaning like this meaning it's not just doing the right thing but it's purposeful it's it's taking having self-control for a purposeful reason Meaning, if you have self-control to go to bed on time, but it's nothing to do with godliness, there's no godly intent behind it in any way, so that's not called discafia. That's just called simple self-control. But discafia is is purposed with making sure that the that you that the clipper, which is what conceals godliness, is 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 not taking charge. So so. Whether it's eating the right things, like you know, I try to work on not having sugar. So I have iskafia. When when some when I go to some place or for brain or whatever it is, and there's and there's Danish, or whatever it is, and I don't eat it. If I don't eat and I don't eat it, why? Because I want to be more connected to God. And I understand that through eating these things, it doesn't connect me to God and it takes me away from the connection. That's called iskafia. Like the Tanakhamim, the question is asked there in Tanya. What's the difference? What time they what, what time they they eat, whether they eat an hour before, an hour after, it's irrelevant. They're learning all day and they're eating. So what's the difference? Why they eat later? The point is, is to break themselves, to break the, the nature, which is meaning the Yetzirah that's coming, that's, that's saying, you know, we've got to eat right now. You know, 
I'm going to take control of my life. Nescafi is essentially taking control of our lives. Say, I'm going to take control of my life and I'm going to make the, the, the choices. I'm not just running by my whims. I was like, all right, hello. The Rish color says, you learn to control yourself because a simple way of doing it is when you hear an airplane going, flying by, don't look up. Why? Because you're taking control of your life. Ultimately, Iskafi is, is not just control of your life, which it, but it's in, in terms of godliness, but that's Iskafi. And this is, this is we want to, to make ourselves into a place that God can come and dwell. The first thing we need to do is have some Iskafi. You know, there's a, there's a common misconception that people say Iskafi doesn't, doesn't exist, like, not for our generation. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like we are kind of self-control. We're not animals. And we have to learn how to take self-control. As a simple way of doing it is, is start with something small, something, you know, you take one thing and, and say, I'm not, I'm going to have his coffee with this. It could be, it could be eating, making better choice when you eat. It could be making sure to go to bed. A big one for a lot of us is going to bed on time, having his coffee and saying, you know what? I'm going to make sure to go to bed on time. I'm going to make sure to, you know, turn off my phone. Don't dive on my phone. Why? And that's also, it's intent. Why? So I can be more connected to God. I want to have a relationship with God. The whole reason why God created the world and he put me in this is that he will have a relationship with us. So how do I build that relationship? So one of the ways is by having scoffy. It's like to use the example of a marriage. If you're in marriage and you come with your own set of uh, things you need to work on. If you come, you say, listen, I'll, you know, I'm happy to be married to you, but I'm not going to work on myself. I'm not going to try to be a better person. It's not, it doesn't work that way. It's, It'd be, I feel bad for that marriage. Whereas if you say, listen, I'll work on myself for the marriage, that's, that's beautiful. And this is what Iskafia is, essentially. That's Iskafia. So, but, but ultimately, it's a little bit on, on, a, on a negative aspect because you're saying there's something not good I need to work on. Ishapcha is a deeper level, and the Rebbe talked about this a lot, is transformation. That it's not just that you, you hold yourself back from doing what you shouldn't do, but you learn how to use it for the good. The simple example is, let's say, ice cream. Ice cream, generally, there's no real, you would think to yourself, generally, there's no real good reason why to have ice cream. It's not like it's going to, uh, I'm eating ice cream, so I can say a bracha. That's, I don't know how many people are really on that level. But you go to a lot of Chabad houses, and they have an ice cream party in Shavuos. And through that ice cream, you're getting tons of people to come to Shul. So that ice cream is mishafich, you transform it. And it can be a lot of things. And all these things, of course, just to make sure it's clear that it's talking about things that are permissible. Hasidus, every, there's, you know, explains that everything that's permissible, that's kosher, still needs to be used right, correctly. And so to hear, tzapcha is transforming. It's taking things, let's say your person is hot-blooded nature, or person is an extrovert. So you use that extrovertness to, to go and speak to people and make them feel comfortable in, in wherever you are. You know, if you, your person like give it, likes likes money, so you use so you make money to be able to give to Dhaka, to live in Hasidus, or whatever it is, it's it's taking that passion, that desire, that nature that you have, that is in a certain way, and figuring out how what's a what's a good way of channeling it, and that's his kaf and his hapkum, and that's what we have to do. That we have to take our lives, let's look through it, and see what's going on, and see how we can do it. One of the ways it's hapcha, I'll just use my personal example, is, I'll do it short because we're running out of time, is that when 
there was a certain stage in my life I was going to 770 and those like Danish is a long story. And I thought to myself, my Yitzhara, I don't know who thought, was said to, said, said to myself, if I get out 50 minutes early, and I was getting out already at six. So if I get out 50 minutes early, which is already 5.45, it's pretty early, I'll go be able to get Danish. Danish, you have to, you, you're meant to learn and you can take a Danish. So I was like, oh, get up. Then I said to myself, well, you're going to get up to get a Danish? That's a chassidish. If you're going to go to learn, it's one thing. You're, going, you're not going to learn. You're going to get the Danish. It happens to me. You need to learn. And then I realized, this is, let me have, let me have, let's do his hapcha. Let me go eat the Danish. And I'll learn. So I used the Danish for a good thing. And I sat there and I did it. And I went, I got up that 15 minutes extra and I ate the Danish. Ended off, started the learning. I learned for a year. I went through Tanya. And it just transformed, transformed me. In the end, I stopped eating the Danish because I saw that eating sugar wasn't good for me, but I continued learning, and I still today learn in the morning because of it. So really had to be, that was his hapram. I transformed the Danish. And we have to realize there's a lot of things going on in our lives that we're doing. We have to be more sensitive to ourselves, realize what we're doing, where's it coming from, and how can I do it in the right way or the correct way? How can I transform this? And it become, it's about a sensitivity to ourselves and wanting to have that relationship with God within us. And that's the Scarfers Alpha. We'll just finish off this paragraph. Hashem has desired that the, the soul descend from his spiritual heights. Sorry. He desired that divinity be revealed even in the material plane below by means of man's divine service of subordinating, transforming his physical nature. He desired that the divine soul descend from his spiritual heights and become enclosed in a body with an animal soul. And Hashem wants, this is what he did, he took our neshama, which is pure, pristine, perfect, so to speak, in its place. And he wants that neshama to come down into this physical world, include within us, and to have to deal with all the challenges of life that we have. They're not bad. That's life. That's how it's meant to be. That's what he wants. Which will conceal and obscure the divine soul's light, that when the neshama comes into the body, so then it gets obscured and concealed, and it doesn't see that godliness. It's not so clear. And despite all this, and even though it has these challenges that we know for ourselves, the challenge of trying to listen to inefficient kiss and trying to do the right things. And it's hard. It's hard to get up on time. It's hard to go to bed on time. It's hard to always make a bracha on things, let's say, or to say shema, or to do whatever it is that is difficult for us to do. That's not bad. That's how the nature is. That's how God made it. He wants it to be that way. Because, but when, with all this you have, but you through, you learn some Torah, and you do some mitzvahs, you do some iskafia, some ishabcham, the divine soul would refine and purify the body and animal soul. You're refining yourself and that animal soul within us, as well as this portion of the world and its environment. So the point is we have to first of all realize that when something happens, that we have desires for things that aren't good, there's nothing wrong. That's, na na that's natural. That's what Hashem wants. But he wants us to have some scarf and help and transform ourselves to say, you know what? I'm going to go rise above this. I'm going to make better choices. <laughs> and when you make that choice, I was going to explain later, it's not just that you do the right thing. You're causing God to be able to come and live here. And you're making the world into a better place. You're working on yourself and you're transforming the world, the world at large. And we'll discuss tomorrow in details more what that means. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Hey, thank you.